Hi everybody, Tim Kitcher here, the voice of NBA Jam. Welcome to the Backcourt Violation Podcast. You bring the jelly, and they'll bring the jam. Boom shakalaka. I need your help. I can't tell you what it is. You can never ask me about it later, and we're going to hurt some people. Who's Kyle going to take? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is time. The legend has returned. Nima is back in the mix. Bad boys are back at the backcourt violation. Let's go. Podcast. Feels so good to be back with Neem. You know, we had a couple good episodes, but it, feel, it feels right to have you back in the mix. Neem, how, how's it going? Yeah, man, you guys were uh, you were crushing it without me, uh, but you know I'm here to step up to the plate and see if I can hit one out of the park here. Uh, no, but it feels good to be back, man. Um, it's been a long time coming. I know you were trying to get no ceilings off the ground. You guys are crushing that, so good work there. You know, if you haven't heard of it yet, go subscribe to the Substack. The content is incredible. But I'm just so happy to be back talking some NBA and just kind of bullshitting and fucking around with you, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, we had to get. You know, we had to get you back on. I know, like I said in the last previous episodes, we had some stuff we had to take care of in our lives because life sure. happens. I mean, it's just, it's exciting to be talking to hoops again. It, it felt like, you know, we had book out of the starting lineup. Now we're getting him back. Basically, yeah. we're back in the podcast. So. <laughs> um, I love that analogy. No, I, I mean, you know, I, I want to get right into it. You know, the yeah, Phoenix Suns, absolutely sensational this year. You've got to be on a high horse. Um, you know, Zach Lowe even came out with a great piece today, kind of talking about how the Suns yep. came together. Chris Paul had basically like an impact on the team when he wasn't even on the team with his, some of his words and wisdom, you know, in the bubble. So just talk about the Suns. I mean, let's have some fun. I know you're barely holding it in. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. Wait, first, I got to go back before we do that and make fun of myself. This is what I meant to say. So listeners, track me. We recorded a pod, me and Neem, and I I messed up. So I have to admit it. I didn't hit record. We did like 15 (laughs) minutes. And then we did another one and the audio messed up. So basically, me and Neem are doing round three, basically. Yeah. The the first three, but. First, first time was your fault. Second time was my fault. So we'll, yeah. we're, we're both o, o for one. So let's, literally the J. Let's Cole, go one for two here. The J. Cole, George Bush, uh, fool me once, shame <laughs> on you. No, but I mean, let's 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 get into the Suns. I, I mean, yeah, they've been outstanding. You know, even when the Warriors were getting hot, the Suns were right there on their trail. How's it been? How how are you feeling about the team moving forward? What's impressed you? I mean, go crazy. Let's let's talk yeah, man. About I it. feel. I mean. Hey, what's what's there not to like, you know? I feel really good about it. I think, you know, you know, you touched base on that Zach Lowe podcast or excuse me, article. He mentioned something that I've been kind of basically screaming at my TV that you see right here um, after every Suns win. And it's that, you know, we're not frauds. I think that was the biggest thing last year is all the injuries. Everybody was kind of giving us like this, you know, kind of this like fraudulent pass because we, you know, we became fortunate. I mean, that's part of being in the playoffs, you know, getting some breaks yeah. and, and, and taking advantage of it. And I think, you know, now that we're still thir- what, 30 games into the season and we have the best record in the league and we were missing our best player for the last six games or whatever it may be, you know, it's good, uh, big <laughs> to the rest of the league. So it feels it feels nice in that sense. But no, you know, it's it's been kind of cool to see this team because, you know, believe it or not, I've, 
I mean, you, you you tell me, but it feels like these role players are getting better. Yeah, I, I feel like the narrative about teams get lucky and, you know, you get to the playoffs because of injuries. The injuries happen every damn year. I mean, yeah. we need to throw that out of the book because part of being an elite team in the NBA is having depth. The Suns had that. They proved it. They Every team faces adversity. It's how you respond, how those players show up. Yeah. Phoenix was not, you know... I was shocked reading that article. And also, I had no idea Jarrett Jack was on the staff. So that shows you how yeah. in the loop I am right now. Well, he wasn't uh, there last year. This is his first year, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hearing that his comment about, you know, there's a lot of people out there that think you guys deserve it. I mean, the Suns deserved it. They were a very impressive team. They earned their stripes last year. And I, I think you're seeing this year with, you know, guys like you're saying, Cam Johnson, Mike is becoming one of the best defenders in the NBA. I mean, yep. this team is built... This team is deep, you know, and I, I'm not surprised by their you I think, know, impressive start. Yeah. And I mean, to your point, I think I think that's the biggest thing is we are so deep dude. I, you know, I I hated the Spurs growing up, but they remind me so much of the Spurs as a complete basketball team. Some of the possessions and I don't know, we may be able to like retweet a couple of them because I saw them floating out on Twitter with their, you know, their passing in the half court. Yeah. You know, one of them ended in a miss. Yeah. One of them ended in a miss. One of them ended in a make, but like that kind of shit reminds me of when we used to play the Spurs and the ball would move 20 times before somebody shot the ball. Um, And I think, you know, that's a lot, you know, to, you know, Monty's maybe, I guess you could say mentorship with Popovich or whatever you want to call it. So you're seeing that come forth with the Suns and, you saw how good those Spurs teams were, how they made noise in the playoffs and how long they were good for. And I, I, I truly believe we're building something like that here in Phoenix. You know, and to your point, like I said, I mean, the depth is everything, right? And that's going to be extremely key when it comes to the playoffs. Guys like JaVale McGee, you know, we're seeing some regression out of campaign. You know, that's kind of expected. If you watch basketball, you should probably expect that from from what he did last year. But he's coming around. Mikel Bridges is playing insane. Our boy... Cam motherfucking Johnson has been hooping. If you guys remember during the playoffs last year, we were screaming for the guy to get 20 minutes a game and it's starting to happen. He's defending his ass off. He's the whole team screams at him if he doesn't shoot the ball. So everyone's on, you know, everyone's got confidence in him. So I'm pretty excited where they're going, man. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think this is a fluke and I, I think they got a good shot at the finals again. Yeah. It seemed like first last year, you know, it's always scary when that team gets that rapid success out of nowhere. And a lot of those teams that that happens to are the young teams that, you know, the next year are going to experience a little bit of a letdown. But with Phoenix, yep. it was these veterans, you know, book even I think in his last, you know, post game was like, I've coach was like, don't take for granted being up 30 at home. And book was like, that hit me because I've been on the other side of that for the majority of my career. And I think that's what you're seeing with this locker room. You know, me and you have talked about it before, like the JaVale McGee signing has been yep. sensational. He just looks like he fits. Yep. I, I think the Landry Shamit move was strategic and it, it's paid off like Cam and Bridges. They're just yeah, I forgot. I didn't even mention Shaman. I mean, you know, he hasn't been shooting the best as of late, but he's been such a crucial piece, especially when Booker went down. He was just a ni- another sniper outside, just another big body that we can actually rely on as far as, you know, uh, uh, from a shooting standpoint. Believe it or not, too, if you look at the if you look at the stats, Booker's actually leading the team in field goal or three-point percentage. So, so I, that's, that's shocking if, to me. Yeah. So if I'm the Suns, I'm like, wow, this is really good news because obviously regression of the mean happens. So if Booker's your number one three-point shooter right now, 
as from a percentage standpoint, you'd like to assume some of those other guys start creeping up again. And then you might, you know, who knows, you might have clips everywhere at that point. So yeah, man, I really like what they're doing. And, you know, obviously there was a huge debacle in the off season. Sarver during the season, we're, we won't talk about that. We don't talk about those <laughs> Yeah, those we don't need things, to go down that road. No, yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't talk about Sarver, but I won't even go down that um, road if I've had ten cocktails. I don't want to go down that road. So, <laughs> ELE, everybody love everybody here. We're not. We're not going down <laughs> exactly. to Sarver. Exactly. Yeah. We don't need it. We don't need to discuss about that. Um, everybody knows who he is, but uh, you know the whole eight and not being paid thing. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you know, obviously everybody was very upset when it happened. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't that upset. I remember you texting me basically every time he made a bucket. And I think you just texted me pay Aiden in all caps. So I got like 15 of those texts, you know, every other night. I was um, texting but- you like I was his agent and I was <laughs> yeah. just like, take that every time he scored a like, layoff. Like-, like you were going to get, like you were going to get a cut from his, uh, from his contract. But no, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was on the play. I was on the boat. Like, Dude, like, cause for me, it was one of those things. It's like, you know what you get with Aiton in the playoffs. Like we saw what we got, but for me as a Suns fan, it was always, what am I going to get with DeAndre Aiton against the Charlotte Hornets on, you know, a Tuesday night. And they played him the other night and he had like 15, 15 in like 25 minutes. So he's clearly taking this contract stuff, taking it like, you know, with like a chip on his shoulder. And I'm not worried. Guy's going to get his bag. He's going to be able to, he's from the Bahamas. You know he'll he'll be able to buy a couple islands out there himself uh, once once the season is up. Has has he impressed you this year, or do you think he's kind oh, of? Oh man, I'm blown. Right I'm blown out. Dude, no, I'm blown away, dude. Like, I was blown away last off season or postseason, excuse me. I I'm just completely blown away by him. I used to be a hater. I used to have that pin tweet. I know you remember. I don't know if everybody else oh, does. For sure. But people can change their minds, okay? And people are allowed to, you know change their opinions and uh you know Aiton has done nothing but prove me wrong i'm all on board and catch me in downtown phoenix with a poster campaigning for his all-star this yes. year i i feel like that pinned tweet you had forever i was basically like rocky and rocky four just <laughs> trying to crush it in the mirror <laughs> but, uh, well to my credit for a couple years you know it was you know it, it was looking like a Hall of Fame tweet out of me. So <laughs> yes, it was, it was. Also, it was like involving Luca, so I couldn't yeah. hate it that much. No, I mean, do you think there's anything with this team that they have a weakness? Where like it's so hard when you're you're a team like the Suns. You're at the top of the mountain right now, right next to the Golden State Warriors. I think they're even in front of the Warriors right now. But yeah, it's hard to make a though. sizable move. I mean, do you think there's anything they they kind of need to try to add? Do you think it's just the buyout market and you hope you get? a lucky roll of the dice. Yeah. I mean, you know, it sounds kind of not stupid, I guess, but like, this is what they did last year. They got a guy like Tory Craig. Right. So yeah. So maybe something like that to help you kind of push in the playoffs. People forget Dario Sarge is still looming. Yeah. Which is humongous. Yeah. He's a big addition. That's basically your buyout market right there. Right. right. (laughs) Exactly. And, And a lot of people forget now he might not come back in the regular season, he might be like a postseason guy, but he's still looming. He's a guy that can obviously help us down the stretch. Frank Kaminsky has been hurt. Um, he's fresh off of career career numbers uh, when D, uh, Frank, D.A. went Tank, out. Baby, but come on. Yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, something along the lines of like a uh, Tory Craig or something, something like, you know, just add some veterans veteranship, but also maybe kind of give you that push in the playoffs could could help. But I don't necessarily think if you need 
you know, based on the way they've been playing, I don't necessarily think they need a whole lot. I'm one of those. If it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think what the Suns have right now, I mean, they look as good as anyone in the West. And I'm talking yeah. about even with the Warriors. I think the Warriors are obviously we're going to be watching with Clay coming back, but I think the Suns just are playing beautiful basketball. I mean, I saw that exact highlight you're talking about with the ball moving all the way around. And it's like, yeah, dude, that is a sign of a team maturing and trusting each other in a hurry. So, I mean, I think they're on the war path and it seems it like the real it chance. It doesn't even like, feel real. Well, it seems like there's a real chance that the West could go through Phoenix. Yeah. If if everything, you know, I, I'm rooting for no injuries for anyone in the NBA, but it just. Yeah, I mean, life would be a lot better right now if uh, there was a 300 guys in the COVID protocols. Yeah, but, I think Silver just came out and said 90%. So, Dude, that's crazy, bro. The number hit triple digits. Like, that's that's absurd. Have um, you been working yeah, the, on your jumper? I mean, we, we might get 10 days <laughs> trending at this way. I'm telling you. If, oh, not, if not in the NBA, we might get 10 days in the G League if they even do that. Uh, at this point, at this point, we might have to try out for a two-way. Um, I'm good for two rebounds, no buckets. That's all I can support. Uh, Not anything I'm, else for with the big, Suns? Or should, I'm a big we... three and no D guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you know, like I, you mentioned the Warriors. I One thing I want to mention is the rivalry that's kind of starting between the, the Warriors and the Suns is pretty cool. Warriors Twitter and Suns Twitter like absolutely hate each other after every win we we either talk shit to them or they talk shit to us and it was pretty you know like everybody's calling each other crybabies and stuff so i kind of like it it's kind of spawning this new rivalry that uh could be for a couple years to come and um you know we play christmas hopefully covid oh. doesn't hopefully covid doesn't fuck that up i will be in the building um, wow be the, yeah yeah so that'll the probably Grinch be the is entering. check out check out the grinch tree <laughs> <laughs> i hate the footprint center it's the worst updated name i'll take that back uh, the the crypto.com crypto is, is worse than the footprint center so we've we hey, i love that. I, I love a good crypto investment but having that crypto <laughs> not yet is, i can't do it yet <laughs> let me get to the nba talk before we get out there. all right because we love to do this, and, uh, and because we're going to piss off a lot of people, they're playing a team tonight that me and you both love to – I don't love to hate on them, but I, I don't ignore the cri- criticism. we got to talk about the Lakers. Um, I have, you know, kind of no problems with Lakers Twitter. I, I'm sure that might change after this segment, so I'm sorry to everyone. I felt like I had a good relationship with all they'll, types They'll have Twitter, a problem with you. Yeah, they'll have a problem with me. It's okay because, you know, crypto.com is all I have to say back. But Lakers, um, they're 16 and 15. They are the seventh seed in the West. Do we think they can figure this out? Yes or no, Neem? Let's let's talk about it. Yes. Okay. You, you got to no, give me a yes. little bit more than that. Is that like a confident yes, like you're gambling on it it's, at the craft table? or It's a, I've seen this story one too many times and I know that this roster won't be their final roster by the end of the season. So I think some changes will be made that will allow them to make a push in the playoffs. Do I the think they're going to beat the Suns tonight? No, but I mean, of course. Thank you. What is the spread but, by the way? Seven. Oh gosh. Lay the points. Juicy. Lay the points. Oh gosh. Lay the points. Do that. What um, time is the game? Can we finish the pod before that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got time. We got time. But what? Um, I think you're right, but I also struggling. Where's the move? Is it just? No, it's a good question. I, I, you know, I again, and and everybody knows listening to this podcast. Like, I'm not, 
I'm not a statistical guy. I'm not sitting here looking at like cap spaces and shit. Like I'm just yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. just we're talking. You know that. what I mean? We're, yeah, we're so shooting I, the shit. Yeah. So I don't really know where, how the move, what move is possible. Obviously they need shooters. Dude. I love that kid. Austin Reeves, by the way. Yeah. He might be my AR-15? favorite Laker ever. That's the best dude, he might be of my, all time. Dude. He might be my favorite Laker ever. Um, and I love him out of Oklahoma. He's great. He just bucks dude, He's a stud. But yeah. So I think they need more players like him, to be honest with you. A few more players like that. I didn't, I guess I realized, but dude, why is Anthony Davis's soft as puppy shit? Have you seen how big he is? Dude, I, I what he's is a big it? boy now? He so th- that's the classic. If, if I put on weight, and I it's if you're backfiring, yeah. And if you're you know if you're getting clowned by Carl Anthony Towns and he's pointing to the bench and like doing this, like dude, you got to reevaluate yourself because in my opinion, that guy's a top five player in the league. So I don't know what he's got to do. He's got to dig deep. Maybe he's got to go on like some ayahuasca trip or do some peyote or something to figure it out. But he's gonna eventually figure it out i think lebron will eventually be able to get this team gm lebron will get this roster how he wants it and i think they're gonna be a team that maybe you don't want to see in the playoffs do they just trade ad for ben simmons (laughs) fuck off (laughs) hit it just do it lebron it It was the greatest move of all time they just go crazy just throw assists all over the place let's just let's do it Three-way deal. Let's throw Kyrie in there too. hundred uh, or or AD for Kyrie. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the best I trade of all I time. I honestly didn't think my first podcast back would be me talking about one AD doing an ayahuasca trip or two AD for Ben Simmons. But here I mean, we are. AD for Ben Simmons. If if LeBron trades AD for Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons learns how to shoot, LeBron goes into the Hall of Fame as GM and player. We have I haven't to, shot him. Mark it down. I'm kidding, by the way. We're not serious, guys. This isn't going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. just having This is a complete here. joke. I haven't shot a basketball yeah. in three months, and I still think I could beat Ben Simmons in a shooting contest. I got that clip. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. I am sleeping on that clip. Oh, 100% sleep. Sleeping. We might have to do like a, a live t- podcast of us at the court and our, like our AirPods in, and we is just record a, the podcast as we shoot. Is this so a Tony Allen clip, or is this a <laughs> Mark Madsen nah, clip? What are we talking nah, about dude. here? This is like a Jared Dudley in his prime clip. Oh, stop it, Jared <laughs> Dudley. Well, the weird thing is, is you know, obviously LeBron's missed most of the year. I know we're trying to be serious about the Lakers. LeBron's missed most of the year. I think they're around like 11 and 8 when he's played. You know, I was listening to Rosillo and, and Simmons the other day, or maybe it was just Rosillo, and he was talking about like his three-point attempts are like scary high compared to normal. Dude, that's actually a good point. I noticed that and, watching because I've watched a lot of their games. That's That's absolutely correct. So I don't know. And he's still putting up, I, I think he's like 25, six and six still. So, I mean, he's still in yeah. like almost two steals. So, I mean, he's putting up good numbers. Maybe it's two blocks. I'm trying to remember off my head, but I just don't know. And I'm like you, I, I've counted out LeBron before. I've always told myself I'm an idiot every time I do it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I, if I really, I don't know if I believe myself more so that like, I'm just more so scared of LeBron doing what he normally does, but who knows? We might be over that hill. I really, you know, this might be kind of like a changing of the guard. Um, it's it's kind of tough to tell. I just don't know the moves they could make because, you know, the buyout market, obviously, like those guys want to go play with contenders. But why would any veteran be like, cool, I'm going to go play with the Lakers as the sixth or seventh seed. And all of a sudden, that's like, a good point. I don't know. I mean, why wouldn't you go play with the Suns? Why wouldn't you go? Try and to play and with it the doesn't Warriors? seem, you know, 
I agree. And it doesn't, you know, like as like, you know, if you're if you are one of those candidates, you know, in the past, you'd be like, oh, I'm playing with LeBron. I'm playing with Anthony Davis, playing with Russell Westbrook, the two seed or one seed. Now you kind of look at them, you're like, are they even having fun? Is it right. even, you know, is it even something I want to be a part of? So I think maybe they have to change that rhetoric a little bit in order to maybe accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. Because it does kind of seem like, I don't know, that's not the vibe I'm getting it, from over there. It, it seems like they're going to either have to do something crazy drastic. Like I, I know we just joked about an Anthony Davis trade, but it seems like, okay, if they're just over yeah. that, I don't think they would ever do that. But no. I Maybe Russell. Know I know that's get, a hot topic. Uh, yeah, and I, but I also like my problem is I'm like every time I want to say like no one wants to trade for that. Well, John Wall got traded, so I don't know what else. But it was for Westbrook, yeah. ironically. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm yeah. I don't like you. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's tough to say, but you know, it's kind of one of those things. We just got to see how it plays out. I will be shocked if they if the Lakers cover tonight because I've watched them and they're just. Yeah, I don't think... Let me look real quick. Hold on. Yeah, six and a half. Six and a half is a spread. I mean, I would lay it twice on Sundays with the Suns, but obviously I I got a little bit of bias. I lost a pretty bad... You actually want to hear a funny thing? Yeah, of course I do, Neem. The listeners listeners missed you. We want to hear funny (laughs) stuff, okay? That's why Uh, we tuned in. No, don't... don't hate me if this isn't 100% accurate, but something like this. Jay Crowder has hit the first basket five of the last six Suns games. We really got to get you off the first basket bet. So the football season starts. Saying- yeah, the first touchdown bet. <laughs> no, the, you kept doing the punt bets, which still oh, I'm yeah, laughing at. Yeah, yeah. Me would bet. Oh, you were here for that. Pun- punting. Yes, it was the funniest yeah, thing yeah. ever. You just kept betting yeah. punts. And I was like, oh my gosh. Dude, it hit like six times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, do with that what you want. Jay Crowder, every time he touches the ball, he fires. So you probably get some he hits good one tonight, on and I don't, what if it's a big number tonight, I might do it just so I could yell at you on a few. Oh, I got it. I got it. I mean, I haven't hit one yet because I haven't, I haven't like touched it at all. It's just something that I saw someone tweet about on Twitter. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely hop on board. Now, obviously, as soon as I do, it's going to lose, but yeah, I can't wait. Of course, that's how it works. (laughs) What do you think about the East? Let's let's, let's Um, go quick. We're not going to go team by team, but because we gave the Lakers and Suns some Bucks or Nets. Yeah, I, I think the Nets are scary. It's pretty Kyrie shocked, weird. Go ahead. Sorry, my dog is chewing on my chair. For those that don't know, Neem's dog's name is Juice, and that is a gambling term. So you should know much, how much of a sicko he is. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to run away from me if I try to grab him. But you guys will see him one day. You're talking about the Bucks and Nets. Yeah, man. I think, you know, I don't. I, I think it's, it's so – I don't like to be the obvious guy. I like to go against the grain, but it's hard for me to bet against either one of those teams. The Kyrie thing's weird. Um, he's coming back for away games. I thought maybe, did I read that right? Yeah. So they're like allowing him to come and don't nobody call me out. Let's not get the, you know, the news <laughs> police on me. Basically he was, he's away from the team all year. Now they're kind of saying he can come back and practice with the team, maybe go play road games. I think it's like, it's complicated. It's basically Facebook status, like open relationship or it's complicated. So he still can't play at home games. I think he's not going to be able to play with Toronto if with their new laws or whatever. So right, I, I don't right. know what the story is. Durant's been on the warpath. His numbers are absolutely freakish. I just don't know what the deal is with Kyrie. I don't know if they're trying to get him back to trade him. I doubt that. I mean, who would trade for him? No offense to the Kyrie stands out there. An unbelievable player. It's just given his antics, it's pretty tough. I will say, if I had to pick a sleeper, 
And I'm going to make a pretty bold call right now. I don't know if it's that bold, actually, given the records. But I think the Bulls go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Ooh, I know my boy Corey at No Ceilings is going to be pumped about that. I really like Chicago. I really yeah, enjoyed I watching think, them. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think I told you, but I had them like 85 to one before they made all the moves in the off season um, because I'm an irrational Nikola Vucevic fan. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they made all those moves. Dude, the, the guy's the most underrated player in NBA history. I love that's, that's, a, that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, um, yes, it's a podcast <laughs> itself. <laughs> no, uh, but I, I'm with you. I, yeah, I really like Chicago. Yeah. I mean, they're fun. They play feisty they're they're up tempo alonzo's coming into form with his jumper like you know they have obviously levine damar the mid-range god is just you know giving the middle finger to every analytics guy in the world and just dominating so i really like the way that team is trending uh billy donovan's a solid coach so yeah i'm gonna say that the bulls make it to the eastern conference finals i also like teams that face adversity and kind of show their you know, you, you learn a lot about them. And the Bulls have just right. been massacred by this COVID, like, swing. Crushed. And they still kind of kept their momentum up near towards the top. I think they might be in, like, second or third place right now. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think Chicago, you know, what Lonzo's doing this year, it's so awesome to see him having fun out there. Levine looks like he's just like, this is awesome. I have guys that can get buckets all around me now. Um, yeah, they're kind of like, like, play, yeah. like playground-type ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, they're all just having fun out there and they're all really, really talented. So I really like the way they're going and they're pretty deep too. Um, so I think, you know, I think that might be a, a call, but I'll tell you, man, I don't know about you, but I've got, we've gone 30 games and I haven't heard one thing about the Milwaukee Bucks. So before I go to that, I have one last funny thing about the Bulls because I do oh want to talk about the Bucks. Um, yeah, did yeah. you see Benny the Bulls thing when they were playing the Lakers? No. He held up a big sign. I'll oh, the Caruso thing. Oh my gosh, I was laughing so damn hard. And Caruso even commented, he's like, Benny, you're wild, man. I'll, yeah. I'll put that up for every listener. If you guys didn't see that, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's, um, that's that, that was really, really good. Benny the Bull is one of the GOAT mascots. Um, Milwaukee. Yeah, that, that Caruso pick is huge. Yeah, Milwaukee. I do love, I love Caruso there. Yeah. Milwaukee, we, we have to talk about Milwaukee because I am the exact same way as you. I feel no one's been talking about them. They, they got some bad injuries to start the year. Middleton was out for a while. Giannis was basically like, everybody get on my back. I'm going to do everything in my power. He was putting up terrifying numbers. And then they got everyone back and they just like skyrocketed. They just went on a charge, like rattled off eight straight. I think then they had to deal with a couple more nagging injuries. They seem like they're just kind of like, you know, almost hiding in the weeds. I, I think I think they're going to be a problem. You know, Grayson Allen, Jordan Mora, DiVincenzo, if he ever comes back. I mean, I just think I think Milwaukee's huge, firing up. I mean, nobody likes the kid, unfortunately. I mean, I'm starting to come around on him just because of his antics on the court. But Grayson Allen has improved drastically. Yeah, um, I couldn't figure out you know, that trade. And then when they, I didn't did, think, when they did it, I was like, "What is? What are they doing?" And then they gave him like an extension. I want to say early. Yeah, I, I might know. be wrong, but I'm like you. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I I've just been watching him play, and he's. He's truly been remarkable, man. He's actually a full asset on the court when, you know, if you ask me in the offseason, I'm telling you that kid's out of the league in two years. So um, I think, you know, he's shouts to him. That's that's an incredible turnaround. He's clearly working on his game really hard. Yeah, man, he's the one of those guys. You can't leave him open anymore. Yeah, it's like that. It's that dream of uh, 
getting to a new place and he got traded in Milwaukee and all of a sudden it's just unlocked like Pandora's box with his game. So I'm like you, all of a sudden, if he's firing, if Nora, they're, they're giving him some valuable playing time right now, you get Vincenzo back in the mix. Like all of a sudden you can look up and the bucks are, you know, ready to roll. I mean, Boogie cousins is there now. I mean, you don't know this team's all of a sudden going to have some, some nice pieces. And if they get a buyout guy. So, I mean, I'm like you, no one's really talking about the bucks. Giannis just keeps doing freaky stuff like always. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be, I think everyone's drinking the Nets Kool-Aid and I think the Bucks are going to be that team that just starts heating up and getting healthy towards the end of the year. And no one wants to play the Bucks. It's going to be one of those like, oh shit moments in the playoffs when everyone's like, oh damn, they never left. Yeah, oh, the Bucks uh, are back. Yeah, <laughs> they're just gonna get they're ready to they're go. Gonna get Bobby. They're gonna get Bobby Portis 2.0 like two months before the playoffs, and then next thing you know, they're going to the finals again. So yeah, yeah. So don't sleep on them. They will be there. If you had to say right now, give me your. Um, this is just out of nowhere. If you had to say it right now, what is your Western Conference, Eastern Conference finals? I know, putting you on the spot. I'm putting you on the yeah, spot. I, I thought of this off the top of my head, so I'll just keep rambling right now to give you a Sun, couple. Suns, Warriors, Bucks, Bulls. All right, I'll, I'll I'll say the the holy dream of uh, Suns, Warriors, Bucks, Nets, and then I don't want anyone to talk to me for like two weeks, basically. <laughs> Suns, Warriors just seems too obviously. I'm a homer, but like it just seems too obvious right now. I mean, here's one thing though. I will say this, and I think I tweeted this out the other day. The Utah Jazz might it might be one a one b one c when it comes to the suns warriors and the jazz in my opinion because they all kind of have very similar chemical makeup in the sense that they're all deep they all have shooters they're all very well coached and they all have that one superstar that's you know going to be there and so they kind of have that same chemical makeup sorry juice is chewing on my chair again but if they still have that same chemical makeup where you know the like for example our guy the bogeyman's Dude, he's having the best year of his career right now. Donovan Mitchell is going to be Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. Mike Conley has been phenomenal. Rudy Gobert, you know, Joe Ingles, you know, they added Rudy Gay, Jordan Clarkson off of the bench. That team, and I can, you know, Royce O'Neal, like, see, like, I can keep going. Like, that team is nice, and they're going to be nice. And they're going to cause a big problem for the Warriors and the Suns um, come playoff time. Whoever, hopefully, we don't have to see them, but, you know, the they could easily come out of the West too. So don't, don't sleep on them. In my opinion, I think they're in the same category as the bucks is uh, every time I look at the standings, I'm like, Utah's yep. right there. Utah's right there. Like, and I also don't think they're playing their best basketball and they're still like, beating they're like there was a, there, there was a stretch a week or two ago where they were Dyson. I think, I think it was a week or two ago. They were Dyson. Some of the best defenses in the league for like 130 points. Yeah. So like that ball gets moving. They, you know, I'll tell you this, and this is a crazy comparison, but when I watch this jazz team, I think of the 2016 Warriors. Wow. And here's why. Here's comparison. why. Here's why. Because you watch them. And if you recall that Warriors team, when, when I remember watching them and teams would be hanging around and you're like, how could they be hanging around? And then like you would just blink and then it'd be an 18 point lead. That's what the jazz have been doing lately. So, and that's, and that's kind of the comparison that, you know, I have with them is just, they have that feel of, you know, they're a cohesive unit and they eventually force you to play their game. And then you try to play their game. And the next thing you know, you're down 20. So yeah, man, don't, don't sleep on them. Yeah. I also feel like Gobert has been having some freaky stretches this year. Yeah, I know he's always been a force, but it seems like this year he's really turned it up a little bit and, 
they seem fun. And and Clarkson's been like down and they're still winning games. Like yeah, yeah. if you look at his numbers, he's had a couple mm-hmm. rough stretches of games. Like the points are there, but he's like shooting 30% a couple weeks in a row. Like I think he's just waiting to ignite Rudy Gay, you know, guys like they do have depth. And I think we've always been waiting for the jazz to kind of have that final playoff push where it's like, Oh shit, the jazz are here. It could be this year when everyone's not expecting it. Yeah, everyone. And that's a and that's a really good that's a really good point for them. It's always feels like you know they just really haven't gotten over the hump. I guess you could say when it comes to the playoffs, they always got bounced by like the Nuggets or last year by the Clippers. So you know it's one of those things where this year feels like it's going to be that year, and then once it happens, moving forward, it's like they're going to be a powerhouse in the in in the West if they can keep this team together. When they had a cup, they had they were the one seed last year. No, no, the Suns were. No, Suns were one. They were two. They were one seed for a while. Then, oh yeah, they picked up like Eric Pascal. Like they got some guys, dude. Like were they? Uh, didn't weren't they a one seed? Was it the year before that? I believe it was the year before that. They were also the one seed in the NBA for like I think a pretty good chunk of the year last year, maybe before the Suns everyone was going. It. Yeah, everyone was going crazy about the Jazz. Yeah. So I'm wondering yeah. if this year was like them being in the background, not being in the spotlight, not being the talk of the town. I mean, maybe, maybe they're just like, Hey, we got to take care of our business. Yeah. There's off us. No one's looking at us. I don't know. Who knows? But Quint, I'm like, Quint Snyder, Quint Snyder's a great coach and you know, they got your boy, Jared Butler. So. Oh gosh. Let Jared cook. I'm very excited. Let Jared cook. Let Jared cook. Uh, okay. Let's talk about it. Cause I know you have some financial status on this category. Rookie of the year. Shaping up to yeah. be one of the best races of all time. Yeah, dude. How crazy is that? This is like, from my recent memory, this is one of the best races in a really long time. Well, and the draft class has been another sensational one, but so many Incredible. guys have just been outstanding, including the top 10. But, you know, beginning of the year, I thought it was Scotty Barnes from Toronto. Then I thought it was Evan Mobley. And I think your boy now is, uh, I think he's becoming the favorite. Yeah, motorcade. Tell, tell the listeners Detroit. your financial advice. Yeah, so actually I got two of those guys. Um, we sprinkled a little Scotty Barnes before the season at like 13 to 1. Oh um, gosh, I then, didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got a few shekels on that. And then, I did um, know this because I texted you and I was like, I, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And then I chickened out and then like the yeah, first week of the we season. We talked about it. And I mean, I also picked Josh Giddy, which who's nice, but he's not gonna be rookie of the year. And then uh once Cade came back from injury. Um, I basically mortgaged my house on it and yeah, man, he's not the favorite right now. Evan Mobley's still leading him in the, as far as the Vegas odd standpoint goes, but I think Kate's going to be the guy to beat when it's all said and done. But I will say to your point, this is a really, really good rookie of the year race. Evan Mobley is just incredible, dude. That, that Cleveland Cavs team covered like 12 straight games or something. They're just unbelievable. You know, Detroit has something very special in our guy, Cade Cunningham. And to think that they're going to be the, one of the worst teams in the league this year and be able to maybe group him with a Chet Holmgren or a Paolo or something is pretty incredible. And then, you know, with Scotty Barnes, I thought, you know, Pascal would come back. He would kind of slow down and just really hasn't, man. He's, he is that dude. Yeah. You know? I, 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 it couldn't be better for those three. I'm like you, Detroit Pans. Just, just hold on. Just, just get through this storm. We, yeah, dude. We you got guys, one more lottery. One more yeah. lottery, and hopefully, it's it's all going to be worth it and turn it around. 
um, because they're in a great spot. I, I think last year was kind of a tease when they were winning some games with how everything was going. I know they still ended up with one pick, but I think the idea of them taking another leap this year was kind of like, okay, pump the brakes. It's going to take yeah. some time, but um, they'll, they'll be fine. I think they found a point guard. They found a franchise guy. They got some kids. Dude, he's, un- he's unbelievable, man. Some of the things you do, you're like, dude, this guy's been a pro for six years. I mean, like some of the things you see him do on the court, I think he torched the Suns for like 17 in the third quarter when we played him. So, you know, I think, you know, to your point, let's go back to the rookie year race. I think eventually he's going to overtake Evan Mobley. He's going to be the rookie of the year. But if the Cavs keep doing this and Evan Mobley stays healthy, he probably takes the cake. It's going to be interesting because I forget who it was today. I don't think it was Mark Spears, but it was someone said, I think he's he's or Cade's the front runner now. And I was like, really? oh, is the media getting behind it now? Because that that's a big deal. That's the media starts. That's a huge deal. That's yeah. When the when the media starts getting into it heavy, then you're you're really figuring that it's going to be you know that that number is going to go skyrocketing, and you're going to be pretty pumped on that. So I, yeah, I know no, you're made memes day. <laughs> but we no, want that's Scotty actually, now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, no, 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 no. I, I have a lot more money on Cade. No, no. Okay, no, so we'll go for Cade. <laughs> I'll, I'll start wearing my Pistons shirt every other Thursday. So uh, let's just say that I'll uh, you know. How about this? Cade Cunningham wins Rookie of the Year. I will give away Cade Cunningham jersey to one of our listeners. Oh, my gosh. I'm putting that. Detroit yeah. basketball. Detroit basketball. Detroit. So much. I want everybody on, on riding with me. So we'll pick a random person. We'll, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll have Tyler do it. But we'll, yes. we'll give away a Cade Cunningham jersey. I love that. Um, yes, sir. Shout out of the week. Let's do it. What, what, what do you got for me? Anything. Oh, man. NBA, um, college, I don't care. How about that? Did you see that clip of DeMarcus Cousins like, signing that stuff for that guy? So, but I, yes. I don't know. I, I think it might have been like a joke. Like the guy was like joking. Like he might have been like some YouTuber or TikToker. But, I think he was boys with them. I'm not that cool or not but, that in with the, <laughs> with the social guys. But Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I saw something. But I, <laughs> I just love Boogie Like because the... Uh, the employee working at the stadium was like trying to like interrupt him. And he's like, he's like, let me sign his jersey. You're taking your job too damn serious. I'm like back off. So that was pretty cool. So shout out to Boogie for whether it was a fan or not, you know, for telling and how it is and, and getting someone's jersey signed. They need security in the world, Craig. Top flight. <laughs> um, Top flight security in the world, Craig. Um, my shout out of the weeks, Deontay Murray on an absolute terror lately oh, with the San Antonio man. Spurs. I couldn't be more proud. I love Deontay. Just been fantastic. I love how, you know, of course, it's all it's awesome to pay attention to the CP3s and the Steph Curry's, but I like when the young guys start to find their groove. So Murray's almost averaging a triple-double in his last five games. He's just been on a warpath. So Spurs fans, be patient. Uh, better days are ahead. Um, yeah, he's... Uh... You know, I have that list of uh, players outside of the Suns, like Shea Gilgis, Nikola Vucevic, Jante Murray's on that list. He's yes, unbelievable. I think I tweeted like a few years back. I was like, I would do unspoken things to uh, uh, have Dejounte Murray on the Suns. So I'm glad to see him finally coming to fruition and 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 coming into his own. They're going to be all right. I, Love that shout yeah, out. Yeah, thank good you. One. I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. I feel pretty good yeah. about it too. Yeah, I'll probably sleep yeah. good tonight. <laughs> all right, we do a little segment with Neem sometimes that's out of bounds where we pretty much we we get a second to talk about anything we want it doesn't have to be basketball we can just kind of throw it out I have to start out because I have to call out Neem um in case you guys don't know Neem's you know closely on social you need to follow him Neem what's your handle Neem Azim 
Oh yeah, I'll have it on the bottom. Of the we'll screen. put what it. Yeah, we'll put it down on the screen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Neem, what, what what's going on, bud? You you got you got uh, one of those NFT profile photos. Oh. <laughs> we haven't talked about this. Um, I'm I was like, comfortable. What are you talking I'm about? You out. I haven't I haven't brought it up at all. I just need to kind of call you out. What what's going on? I keep seeing all this. I, uh, I'm just confused. It's I know our boy <laughs> Mike is kind of doing it with you, so like I have to call out Mike too. What what are you guys doing? What are you guys up to? Yeah, so we. <laughs> yeah, this up. I hope Evan uh, Chuck's listening to this so much. Uh, I'm gonna send him this. Um, we yeah we uh, we invested in this uh, you know this NFT. Um, it's called Rumble Gongs. It's actually okay. pretty cool. I'm not going to take too much time to show it, but basically it's a bunch of Donkey Kong looking guys. But the cool thing about it is that the actual NFT itself beginning of next year is going to become a video game. And it's a three on three basketball game with your character, which is okay, kind of so why now, I did it. Now you really, now you came yeah. back at me. Now you so, have my attention when you throw basketball ahead. Okay. I'm yeah. Back. Which is, which is one of the main reasons I did it. And I'm, I'm trying to pull up a list here real quick. But basically, Evan Check, our buddy Mike, listener of the show, he brought this to my attention. And Kelsey, of course, brought this to my attention like a few weeks back. Um, I looked into it and I really liked it. And yeah, man. So like, it's just like this, you know, this NFT basically that's going to turn into a three on three basketball game with your with your Kong. And essentially you're going to be able to, you know, maybe get his stats up, things like that. And um, they just partnered with Steph Curry and Under Armour this morning. So, so that was your GM yeah, tag yeah. or tweet. So okay. that's why you see my profile pic being, I've gone full NFT douche. I'm sorry about it, but um, it's just, it is what it is. So I'm pretty excited about it. If you want to know more, reach out, DM me. I'll talk to you about it, but yeah, pretty stuff. So basically you and Steph are boys now? Is that what you're Dude, telling me? Here's the list I was going to bring up. Listen to these names. Iguodala, Wiggins, Damian Lee, Gary Payne, Steph Curry, Paul George, Malik Beasley, Josh Hart, Cole Anthony, JaVale McGee, Tyrese Halliburton, and Hassan Whiteside. All part of the crew. Um, with you, had this partnership this White- you had me until Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> then you lost. No, I'm kidding. I'm Should kidding. And if, if anything, I want it more now because Whiteside's in it. Yeah, but I never thought I'd be here. Unfortunately, I am. Here you are. The, here You have me. It's the wave. I'm telling you. Yeah, I never it thought we were going to get a digital uh, tribute to Steph Curry breaking the all-time. I honestly did record, not did not think you were going to bring this up. So that's pretty funny. But no, it's I mean, yeah. you know, I'm always lurking. I'm like the bogeyman. You're the bogeyman. What else? You got anything else? No, man. I think that's it, dude. Um, it felt really good to get back here. Yeah, if it felt great. Um, I'm happy we got you on. You're, you're hard yeah, to get in the president. Um, all of the presidents combined so i mean it's it was great um i don't know if you heard last episode i had neem at plus 300 to appear on the show in las vegas so lock he showed smart up money, so, smart smart money came in on yes yes and a lot of people bet that and you know i even got a call this morning from uh nick who's going to be doing the pot with us in a month and he said i heard neem's plus 300 should i be betting that and i was like yes you should be betting it right so oh, no I you know for myself, it was so great to get Neem back. Um, I, I'm really excited for where we're going with season two. It's going to be a yeah, lot man. more episodes, a lot more guests. We're not going anywhere. Neither we're not going anywhere. We, and, you know, we had a we had a r- rough rookie year. Now the sophomore leap is happening. So for everyone, you know, please subscribe to the Backcourt Violation, the basketball podcast episode. 
give us a review. Hopefully it's five stars or else Neem's going to give you an NFT. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> no ceiling. Sounds wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Um, also, uh, no ceilings. Please go subscribe to that. It's noceilings.substack.com. You know, for myself and Neem, uh, I love all you guys. And thank you so much for joining us. Glad to be back. Love you guys. See you soon. Washed his hands and sealed his face.